Hey, girlfriends. Welcome to the first episode of Girlfriends and Goals. We're your hosts, Miosha and Samaria. This podcast is a space where we'll talk about friendships, life goals, a little bit of pop culture, and all things womanhood. So we're not going to give our full story today, but just so you guys know, we've been best friends for about 13 years. And um, actually, the day this episode drops marks the 10-year anniversary of our college graduation so yeah, we've known each other for a really long time and there have been a lot of experiences packed into um, those years, which I'm sure we'll talk about in future episodes of the podcast. So make sure you subscribe on whatever platform you're listening to us on and also follow us on Instagram at Girlfriends and Goals Podcast. So we're gonna start off with a segment called Girl, What's Good? Like. What's good, what's good with you this week? What have you loved? Is there a book, a glass of wine, a store? Just what have you been loving this week? So for me, what's been good is the Dollar Tree. <laughs> Not the Dollar Tree. The Dollar Tree. <laughs> People sleep on Dollar Tree. So I was in Dollar Tree looking for items for the photo shoot that we have coming up. And I was just shocked at one, how organized it was. Mm. I haven't been in Dollar Tree in a very long time, more than a year, but the organization, the selection that they had, and I legit walked out of there with $8 of stuff that I was supposed to buy and double that of stuff that I had no intention of buying that day. So yeah, Dollar Tree has been good. More specifically, don't sleep on the bath bombs from Dollar Tree. On the what? Bath bombs. If you enjoy taking <laughs> a nice bath, you know, weekly or a couple of times a week, those bath bombs can add up. So you just head over to Dollar Tree, free promo, promo Dollar Tree, head over, get you some bath bombs. Look, don't sleep on Dollar Tree, girl. That's funny. I, I'm mad that you're talking about the Dollar Tree like it's Target or something. <laughs> Like it's high end. It's worth the excitement. It's the excitement for the price. Like, yeah. And it makes you wonder why, why is Target charging so much for some of these items? I feel like you'll find out in a few weeks when the stuff doesn't work as well (laughs) as it it is now. Right. It breaks. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Well, the thing that I've been feeling is actually a book. It's called Burn After Writing. And it's one of those books that like ask you questions about your past and like your future, your present. So it makes you really reflect on where you've been in life and, you know, maybe like put together where you want to go in life. It's super, Mm -hmm. super emo. And I like that type of stuff. I love anything where I can express my feelings to myself, you know, like if Mm -hmm. I have to talk about with other people, I'm a lot more hesitant but if I can journal about it and nobody gets to read it but me, that's definitely up my alley. So yeah, it's called Burn After Writing. And I think it's like $7 or something, but it's been really helpful for me, you know, okay. express all my little feelings and whatnot. 
So have you completed the book? Have you burned it yet? Or are you, you know going to keep funny? it? <clears throat> I haven't even written in it. So what I do is <laughs> I like go to a page, whatever page I you know decide to do that day. And I answer the questions in my phone because now I don't want to write in the book, which okay. is kind of weird. Yes. Well, it preserves the book. So say five years from now, Thank you. You, can, you always have it. You could always delete the note or, you know, throw away a piece of paper. Exactly. Or see where I was like five years ago when I first, you know, used this book versus, you know, however, five years from now when I look back at it. So yeah, um, I preserved the book and okay. save paper because you know who wants to who wants to burn a whole book and then have to buy a new one if they want to revisit those activities so <laughs> we're friendly to the environment over here <laughs> okay we're gonna go ahead and hop into today's topic so all over the internet right all over twitter there have been like youtube videos about this i've been seeing recently how hard it is to make friends as an adult. So I have this tweet and it says, no one tells you how it's nearly impossible to make friends as an adult if you don't work at a regular job or go to school or church. So I wanted to bring it to the table and see what you thought about this. Do you think it's nearly impossible to make friends as an adult outside of job, school and church? Yeah, I'd say yes, because that's where you spend the majority of your time. So your job, number one, or school. And then for many people, church or religious activities will take up your time in the evening and on the weekends. So if you're not in those spaces, then yes, you you probably won't be able to make friends easily. Dang. <laughs> you made it sound like it's a, a death notice. Like, no, I'm sorry. You're not going to make friends. <laughs> Well, maybe not at all, but it will be very difficult. And the tweet says nearly impossible. Mm -hmm. So that's why I was saying, yes, it probably will be near, nearly impossible. However, not impossible. So it just, I think it just reduces the chances. Yeah, I'm thinking back and I don't ever, I don't really remember making any good friends, at least not around my age, um, from work. It's mm. always been church and school for me. Like I have people who I used to work with, who I keep in touch with. But when I tell you these people have like 30, 40 years on me. And yeah. so it's like just keeping in touch with them like out of respect and because I care about them too. Um, you know, calling them for birthdays and things like that. But I don't ever remember making like a close friend at, actually, I take that back. At my college job, I did. But that they also count at school because we all went to the same school. We just hadn't run into each other yet. But yeah, they were school and work friends. So I guess they count. Yeah, I think you'd definitely have to think outside of the box. And if you aren't participating in those things, your job or for whatever reason, you're just in the home, then you just have to get creative, I think. Um, yeah um like with instagram and like other social media platforms do you feel like you really have to get creative these days so you're assuming that you want to be on social media 
in that way. So, you know, yeah, you'd have to be willing to be very social on social media. Some people just have profiles and they may look at content, but they may not be commenting and interacting and building relationships with people. Um, And then it also begs the question of when you say make friends, Mm -hmm. you know, do you consider your internet, the internet people you meet on the internet friends, or do you have to meet them in real life? If they're long distance, Mm -hmm. you know, I mean, we could get very granular here. So I, I kind of consider the people on the internet, my friends, I do, obviously not everybody, right? So I'm not, (laughs) I'm not going to say everybody I interact with on the internet is my friend, but there are quite a few people who I'm like, oh, those are my people now, you know, Mm -hmm. like they're not, they're not my besties, but I can definitely be like, oh, they're in my circle, you know, if I need Mm -hmm. anything, um, I reach out to them or if I see them like going through something like I've exchanged numbers with people on the internet. Um, yeah. And I recently made a friend like within the last, well, during the pandemic online, because we followed each other and I saw that she was in my city. So like after a few months, I'm like, Hey, like we're in the same city. Would you like to meet up? Mm -hmm. And, you know, I think that could possibly be a lasting friendship. I don't want to jinx us, but you know, I, I could see it working out really well for us. Um, yeah. So I think social media is a good, good place. Do do you think making friends on social media, um, has a correlation to your age? So, Mm. you know, you're at a time in your life where being on social media may not be awkward for you. So, you know, is it a generational thing? Obviously, the younger you are, you're more comfortable being on social media. I think if you're probably a Gen X, a younger Gen X to millennial, you know, I think you're comfortable and you're maybe more open to Mm -hmm. making friends on the internet versus- Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because- my older sister is also a millennial. She's just not one who's like on the internet like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I, I couldn't see her just like making like good friends who she goes to hang out with from the internet, you know? So do you think it's been easier or harder versus, you know, when you were in your early 20s? Yeah. Because I, f- I feel like when you were in your early 20s, you weren't as much on social media so I don't know you know (laughs) I do think it's easier now for me to make friends but I don't think it has to do with age um Mm -hmm. or maybe it has to do with age but more so like the growth that has come with my age if that makes sense so I think like where I am now I'm a lot more confident in myself and I think in your early 20s with making friends, you, even if it's not like blatantly so, you almost want people to accept you and you care mm-hmm. what they think. And I think like where I am right now, I almost don't. So I just go into any situation, you know, being myself 
and you're gonna take it or leave it right (laughs) and I don't mean that in the in the sense that I go and then I'm like a jerk to people and I'm like well either you like it or you don't like that's not that's not what I'm saying (laughs) but I go into situations I'm just myself and I'm like who's for me they'll gravitate toward me if we're not clicking like that we don't have to click so I, I think I'm just a lot more comfortable because of that and I think I'm more likely to shoot my shot at people like that girl who I hit up on Instagram you know mm-hmm. like because I'm more confident I'm like well let me just see if she want to hang out and if, if she yeah. doesn't then she doesn't so yeah how about That's, you for me it's it's been about the same if anything I I have to be more thoughtful in maintaining the friendships I have yeah. um but I'd say it's been about the same. I can't say that it's been easier or harder. Where I've made friends has shifted a bit. Okay. For me, I have met people I would consider still to be my friends at work. Um, I think just because the last two places I worked, I had a significant amount of women in my same age group. So I think that that made it a bit easier. Um, But then also just the gym. And uh, when I first moved to Austin, I was on meetup.com. You move to a new city, you you have to put yourself out there until you kind of get a routine. So um, yeah, meetup, the gym, work. Um, as of lately, within the last year, I'd say I've kind of gone the opposite direction of you because I'm not as active on social media. Yeah. So between the pandemic and and being pregnant, I haven't, I feel like I haven't made any new friends. However, now that things are opening back up and now that we're doing this podcast, I definitely will be more active on social media and just out and about more to meet new people. Yeah. On a scale of one to 10, how open are you to like new friends? (laughs) I'd say I'm open especially now that I'm in a new to me city again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I need a number one to 10. Oh, <laughs> I'd say I'm an eight. I'd say I'm very open. I just have to make the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just have to make the time. And for me, making a new friend comes after in terms of priority like I need to water my current friendships okay first and treat us like a garden yeah I have to water those and nourish those relationships um definitely I see the rest of 2021 as me connecting in person with all my current friends okay and then you know obviously putting myself out there being out more meeting new people you know so I'm I'm very open I just would have to prioritize got you so the thing is I think I know I'm open but I can't have any new friends who like want to hang out every weekend because um I'm a super introvert, right? So mm-hmm. I need us to like, okay, we can hang out maybe once a month or once every other month. But, you know, so I'm open to these friendships. Like I would say I might be like a, a nine or 10, but if you're trying to like see me all the time, we we might not, this might not work, <laughs> you know? 
it's, um, it's interesting that you say that mm-hmm. earlier today I was randomly thinking about my friends and how we're kind of all spread out you know living in different places and I was also thinking about you and I and just how I've been able to maintain my friendships uh even though we haven't been it always been in the same place always been able to hang out and I was thinking about you because you know when you meet new people uh, you don't know kind of what what type of friend they're they're going to be in terms of what do they expect from you mm-hmm. and I was thinking man Samaria she's the greatest and best friend ever and when she however I was thinking about when you when you meet new people how how do they take you being as introverted and ho- wanting to be a homebody not really wanting to hang out that much I think back when you and I met mm. you were the exact same way however I was okay with that I'm right. the type of friend where I'll keep I'll just keep inviting you until you say yes mm-hmm. even if you tell me no a bunch of times but I was thinking about another friend that I have who if if you keep turning her down or you're not yeah. responding back in terms of, hey, we're going to go out here or there, she will definitely take it personal. Mm. Yeah, it was just so random. I was thinking about that earlier. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't know if anybody, like, I think people, because I um, make the effort to reach out so much to people, you know, I know how I am. So if it's a it's a friendship that I'm interested in. I'll like text you often. So that way it kind of balances my, okay, leave me alone. Let me stay in my house, you know, <laughs> because it's not like, oh, she's rejecting me if I'm in your phone every day or a few times a week. Um, but yeah, I'll my work run into that problem, but I do, appre- <laughs> I do appreciate um, you because you have been consistent with, oh, okay, let me see if she wants to do this. But I think it's also why I like my friends to have other friends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so like you and I are best friends, but I'm so glad you have other people who you can do stuff with because mm-hmm. if you were depending on me, I, I, I would let you We can just be lot. in the house. Yeah. Watching, <laughs> watching episodes of Grey's Anatomy or something. <laughs> yeah a survivor so, big brother <laughs> I, I do love survivor yes I do I, I like all types of all types of nonsense honestly um, when you when you meet new friends that that is something you have to adjust for you know uh-huh. some people expect to be out all, all the time and things will shift and adjust our lifestyles are completely different than yeah. when we first met it has gone through so many different transitions but I think it's just important to always try to find a way, mm-hmm. you know, sync on the same page in terms of what's expected for maintaining this friendship. Right, exactly. I think what helps us though, is that we weren't in the same city for so long. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, when you are moving back to Atlanta, can I say that? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> just <to be> sure. <laughs> Uh, but when you were moving back to Atlanta, that was that really crossed my mind. Uh, okay, mm-hmm. she's gonna be trying to hang out with me all the time. 
But, um, you know, we're in a pandemic, so that blocked quite a few opportunities. I mean, we had made some plans for the summer, Mm -hmm. uh, like one or two things. And I was like, okay, if I do these two things with her, I don't have to do anything with her, like, you know, maybe until fall. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, the the pandemic kind of made that transition, I think, a little bit easier. Well, that and Asa. Yeah, and and being pregnant. Oh, just some advice to... um, those who are introverted, but also interested in friendship. If you get a friend who's married, (laughs) (laughs) they have a whole spouse to like cater to. So, Mm -hmm. you know, they might not be as pressed to get you out the house. And then, you know, you only have to be on duty. Duty, duty sounds like a bad word. (laughs) It sounds like, sounds like an obligation, but you only have to be on duty maybe once a month or twice a month. So, yeah (laughs) you know but it is somewhat like a obligation though to a certain extent because you especially if it's the relationship's important to you Uh and just as you get older you get more responsibilities you take on more things yeah you know in your early 20s you may just have more free time It, it not across the board but you just may have more free time to spend with that person and just and it be prepared for it to shift and if you really want the friendship then you'll put in the effort to make it work so yeah I think that's a lot of people probably don't account for that like you know I've known you since I was a teenager (laughs) right (laughs) and our lives have done so many like we've gone through so many different transitions and I think people almost expect oh this person's gonna be the same friend all the time but you have to be willing to grow with people um and go through different phases of their life with them it's not gonna be you know oh well we can talk on the phone for hours like before quarantine Mm -hmm. you and I hadn't spoken for like hours on the phone Mm -hmm. since maybe college but here we were on the phone having like two hour conversations because we We that's all we had we were all we had (laughs) in quarantine so this this leads into how do you feel about how much you and your friends should be on the same page and equally yoked okay I think as long as there is at least one thing that I'm like passionate about that you share. Uh, so like for me, it, I, I love family, right? That's my thing. And uh, so if you're like, oh, I hate my family, <laughs> I might be like, oh, oh okay. Uh, I don't really know how to take that. But you know, I it would definitely make me think, oh, at some point they might not understand why my family is so important to me and why I'm like bending over backwards for my family. Mm. Um, also, this is a huge deal breaker for me, but like, if you're just not a kind person, <laughs> you know, like we go to restaurants <laughs> and get your, yeah, like they get your order wrong and you're over here like acting up. I, I'm, I'm going to have to excuse myself, ma'am. Why, why are you speaking to this other adult human being mm-hmm. who's providing you a service like this, you know? Mm-hmm. So um, there are things that I feel like, oh, we have to be, I don't know if equally yoked 
is the right term because um, I don't want to use that term out of context, but you know that we have to be aligned on. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say for me, I don't think that we have to be aligned on every single thing. Mm. If anything, I would just lean on what we share in common. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then everything else, that's your business. <laughs> we just need to be aligned on certain things, probably within our lifestyle, okay. but it doesn't have to be every single thing. And I would just focus on that. I have different friends for different seasons of my life, mm -hmm. different reasons. Um, you know, I wouldn't necessarily expect that my friends from church are going to love Zumba as much as I do. You know, it's just, it's a funny example, but you know, people just have different interests. My friends yeah. from Zumba, you know, they may, maybe they like to travel. Maybe they don't, it doesn't matter because I have other friends who like to travel. So. Yeah, that's true. Like I have friends who I can talk to about insecure um, or actually insecure is not a good example because I feel like all of my friend groups watch insecure, <laughs> but mm -hmm. uh, I have friends who I can talk to about married at first sight, right? Like we mm -hmm. watch the show together. We talk about it in the group chat. We have, we even have our favorite like YouTube review that we all watch every week, you know? Mm -hmm. So I can talk to them about that. Whereas another friend group, they're going to be like, why are you watching that show? What are you getting from mm -hmm. it? Like, you know? And both are close friend groups, you know, they're all close mm -hmm. to me, but you know, they, they just don't have the same interest and that's okay. <laughs> I feel like you talk to me about a lot of stuff I don't watch or I have like no connection. <laughs> and I have to break it all down. Real, that, that's how you know I'm a real one. <laughs> There's like shows, books, anything. I'm always here to listen. I will say um, you're always, yes, you're always there for that. But you also introduced me to some of the like most random things, ratchet and unratchet things. <laughs> <laughs> like I remember specifically media takeout. I had no idea oh, yeah. there was celebrity <laughs> gossip sites or any of that stuff. And when I tell you, Miyosha got me hooked <laughs> to media takeout. And then one day I was like, oh, I saw this on media takeout. And she goes, Oh, I don't even really no go one to that does. website no more. And I was like, what? You gonna leave me addicted? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, Media Takeout really was that website. Back Those the were day. the days. But yeah. you also put me onto Awkward Black Girl and mm -hmm. I stan Issa Rae till this day. Um, so yeah. A shout out to you. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'll be keeping. Well, it goes both ways. You keep me up to date with going on with, with what's going on in these social media streets. Yeah. So. Yes. Because you are married, I wanted to ask you about um, like couple. Is it couple chemistry? So I was talking to a friend of mine, and she mentioned like her husband said, "Oh, maybe we just don't have couple chemistry." with this couple you can go and hang out with her that'll be your friend like we don't all have to hang out together so i wanted to ask you how big of a deal is couple chemistry to you so for me i don't think it's that big of a deal i 
in my experience, I've gotten along really good with my husband's friends and vice versa. Um, I can't say that we double date and vacation a whole lot with with other couples, but Mm -hmm. in what we have done, we haven't ran into any awkward situations or to where you just don't want to be around that person. Um, However, I could see that if you are really close with your friend and for whatever reason, and your friend is married and then your husband or wife doesn't like that person, it can make it challenging. Um, so yeah, for me, I, I can't say it's a huge deal, but I could I, I can understand how it can be. Um, for me, I would just limit the things that I would do as a couple with them. What if you can't? So I feel I, you're saying this now, but if I bring somebody around who is very like just weird, you can't you can't limit how many things you do with me, or at least I hope you won't because we're besties. But I, I so, feel like it'll play a huge role. So I asked my husband about this mm-hmm. and his response was, he would just not do anything as a couple. <laughs> he said, I would just hang out with the friend or w- whichever way it goes. So, mm-hmm. you know, I would just make it my business to not try to always bring the group together. So I understand what you're saying mm-hmm. in that you can't avoid that person but I think this is where you just may have to compartmentalize. So maybe every blue moon, you do things as like a, a couple, you know, couples date night. But the majority of your time spent with your friend, say 80% should be just one-on-one with your friend. Yeah. Um, so yeah, he he would just completely avoid doing things I think it just depends on how awkward it is and how bad it is for us if you bought someone around are we just saying they're awkward or they're weird are they I I don't know what I don't know what their problem is but (laughs) (laughs) I didn't that far into this example um because I didn't think I would bring anybody around like that anyway but (laughs) if if you if I felt that way about them Mm-hmm. I would tell you because you would tell me about my man <laughs> no I wouldn't tell you about them in terms of hey I think you should leave them or you should break right. up with them I would tell you how I feel like he's giving me creeper vibes or he's you know <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that conversation would look like but I would tell you but not from a standpoint of I'm expecting you to do something with him or yeah yeah, yeah. I, I wouldn't put that pressure on you but just so you would understand if I'm not running for us to do things as couples um yeah I wouldn't not be around you or around him if you're having a family get together I'm still gonna be there you wouldn't notice the difference however you may say oh well maybe Miosha isn't as talkative to him or trying to drum up conversation. Mm-hmm. I just want you to understand maybe why. I almost want to live out. 
Mm-hmm. I almost want to live out this um <laughs> this scenario just to see how it'll go now. Like I, I wouldn't, I mean, I have friends who their significant other I'm not fond of. Mm. Uh I just try to separate the two and I know that okay, you know, I want to spend time with my friend. Yeah. Maybe yeah. they enjoy being around my husband. So I can I'm not going to say I'm going to go on a two week vacation around Australia with you, but <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I, I, I'd still come around. Yeah. I, I, I think it would be awkward for me if I were bringing somebody around just because um, like me, you, your husband, I feel like we're like comfortable with each other. Mm-hmm. So I think it, that person would just stick out like a sore thumb if they were making situations awkward. Like you wouldn't even, I don't think you would even have to say anything to me. I might, I might be like, you, you know what? Know. I, I don't, I don't know if it's going to work. <laughs> However, because you're an introvert and you, you like being at home. Mm-hmm. I mean, there may not, I mean, we may get together every blue moon as like, right just wouldn't be seeing each other anyway right (laughs) so it may not be that big of a deal unless we're just coming to your house or something like that and then it also just takes time right Mm -hmm. like you know you and my husband it took time to build that camaraderie y'all had a good vibe from the first date we all went on Mm -hmm. but you know it took time you know for me to to say all right well y'all go off y'all can talk and right no, I don't have to be there for y'all to communicate. Yes. We actually prefer that you're not there so you can say <laughs> say everything that we want to say about you. Right. So, yeah, but it takes time. Um, so I would just say if it is a little bit awkward at first, from their, per- say, your future spouse perspective, they're the new person coming in. Mm-hmm. You know, it could, it, they, they're going to look at us and think, oh, man, they get along so well. And well, that took years to build that level of camaraderie. So I would just give it time. It may yeah. not be like that on day one, but who knows what a year or two into it would bring. Yeah. And I'm okay. not worried. I I don't think you do that to us. <laughs> <laughs> not you making it personal. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... Um, We're going to go ahead and stop the episode here, but before we go, based on when this is dropping, I just wanted to say happy Mother's Day to all the moms out there um, from the new moms who are, you know, like still figuring things out to the OG moms who have been in the game for however many years and now, you know, serve as guides and examples for the younger moms. We just want to wish you guys a happy Mother's Day. We hope that you feel loved and celebrated and appreciated on your special day. And a very special happy Mother's Day to my best friend. Oh, this is your first Mother's Day is a first official. Yeah, because last year I wished you happy Mother's Day, but the baby had not come to join us yet. Um, (laughs) He was still baking, but now he's here. So happy Mother's Day to you. Thank you. You're so welcome. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to this episode of Girlfriends and Goals podcast. If you haven't subscribed already, 
please go ahead and do that now. And if you'd love what you've heard, make sure that you leave us a five-star review. Also, our time together doesn't have to end here. You've heard our thoughts on this topic, but we'd love to hear your thoughts as well. Make sure that you follow us on Instagram at Girlfriends and Goals Podcast, where we'll continue this conversation throughout the next week. Until next time, bye. bye.